were you guys last episode? I'll tell you, I was very worried. Quite. Yes, quite. My whole body was filled with stress. I did not know if we would survive the fight, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. I was thinking about what's my what's going to be my next character. That, like, thank I was, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was the same. Way, yeah, same way. Uh, you know, a few episodes ago, we we talked about. Um, you know, you got everybody was like, "Ooh, I can't wait for for the kind of difficulty spike of this," and you know, the tactical. <laughs> every every decision matters. Are we still feeling that way? Yeah, yes. definitely. Okay. Very much uh, still support right. it. I would have been more like combat scared if i wasn't so frustrated with foundry so like, right, yeah right. we have been having some technical I got, I, which yeah, i love foundry busy. but yeah. it was just like i kept blanking out it seems to be working fine now but it was like it takes you out of it you know right. i'm like totally just trying nice. to like not bog down my turn too much yeah. you know right. just like yeah. uh here's the things i can do but at some points couldn't even see my die rolls so like I guess in a weird way that's a silver lining. Like it didn't let me be too scared. You know? Right, right, right. Enough distraction to keep you activated. Not, right, yeah. right, exactly. Uh okay, well, so I forgot to give a hero point last episode, so I would like to award this hero point episode to Heath actually. Oh. Uh for coming up with the banter topic last week. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, uh and so or last episode, you know, however you want to think about this show happening in your timeline it's mm-hmm. up to you who are we to tell you um but yeah so take a hero point there heath awesome um, i'll likely likely give it away yep mm-hmm. we change we change the rules on the hero point they I might change look, again i don't know you know honestly that no please don't change it back like <laughs> we, we made this much progress keep it i think it's a fair bargain i think like don't you can't use someone else's hero point to stabilize and and you know save your life but mm help you know using it to help out with an attack or a skill or a save especially right that that i think is fair but i you know the bard thing is is new to me and you know i'm settling into playing it and and i am enjoying kind of buffing everybody but that actually is an aspect that i like i don't really use my hero points for myself but it like just ties into the theme of like I'm here to kind of help out everybody else. Sure. So it's just an extra layer of that. Like I, it feels good to give away hero points sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, John, when we were building Asaze and trying to figure out what your character was going to mm-hmm. be, you know, there was, there was a lot of back and forth about that. Oh. You know, a little peek, little peek behind the curtain. John's character was the most difficult one to come up with. I am out shocked. Of, out of the floor. I am yeah. shocked. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, dripping but also with sarcasm John, there. John is usually like <laughs> has a pretty good idea of what he wants out of his character, right? Mm-hmm. Like he came he came prepared with Kuiper all the way. And, and with uh uh Vincent. Vincent, you know, like with with pretty cl- you know, you landed on that pretty too, you know? Right. But this one just gave you some challenge and you I know you wanted to be a melee fighter, but I, in those last kind of weeks of us like settling in on Ranger, you just kept getting worried about being the one that gets knocked down and being on the front line and, and, and having to be there to do the damage as a melee fighter. And how are you feeling? How I, it, so I, uh, I will say, um, I still predict his death in the first book. I will say. Okay. Um, okay. I, love, I love how pissed mm. you are because you got knocked yeah. out once. Don't no, describe no, no. the future, my man. It's, so, 
I'm not trying. I mean, like, I, I predict it, but obviously I don't want that because I I sit here and I, uh, I message people in the group, like, you know, what I have hopes for with Osaze. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I have just written Osaze out. I, you know, that's, that's not the case. Uh, but it d- has made me uh, aware of both the class that I'm playing as well as the format that I'm playing in that... Uh, being prepared with a second character is prudent. Um, but Prepare for the worst, hope yeah, for the best. Absolutely. Indeed. And that's, uh, that, yeah, in, in summation, that, uh, that's <laughs> wonderful right there, Emily. Um, because right now I am very curious mm-hmm. how he's going to handle this scenario as we leave the bank being chased and we still have to go through the scrapyard. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's actually waiting for us in the scrapyard. I'm sure it's fine. We're gonna make friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We're yeah, gonna yeah. share. You know, you know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. But uh, gonna, I'm gonna uh, be a good time. I am hopeful. I am hopeful, and uh, I'm gonna do my best um, to uh, keep Asazi alive because I do have some interesting plans for him as uh, as we move forward. Man, mm-hmm. so I, I I get your point, like especially like the the difficulty being ramped up in in 2e i get the prudence of like making backup character um i refuse to like in in all of our gaming like i refuse to build a backup character like you got to kill me first (laughs) um but especially because i know kind of your process like if i were you i probably would think about it too Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> takes a while. <laughs> I'd, yeah. I'd have a couple in the in the, in right. the pocket. You know, well, not, well, I mean, not just that you kind of tend to to labor of your characters for a while, but also because you are the melee. You know, you, you're the one taking the hits, and some as someone who's done that a lot, like mm-hmm. I get it. That's that's mm-hmm. why I wasn't really trying to shit on you, but it's just weird the the different perspectives. I'm so used to being the like frontline fighter, and and over our career been knocked out dozens and dozens of times. It's just like what I do. You Mind know? So, you though, your character uh, uh, I'm gonna, that we're uh, referencing just real quick, is... Like, let's not get too much into spoiler-teria, spoiler territory in our other shows. I just want, just throwing that out there as a, as a reminder. Yeah. Uh, you know? He's designed keep, keep very talk- much for his role. Right, right, is right. Is what I'm saying. Whereas mine is more, feels more like it would be more suited for, as an off tank. You know, I di- see. I disagree. I think, think that, so? yeah, and, and we, this is part of the conversations that we had about Asaze, and you know, you have this this idea that the Ranger is not a frontline tank it, because because he, but but Rangers, I mean, have a high HD count. You know what I mean? And like they do have. A, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, as far as their. Uh you mean their their health or HD? They are, yeah. they are okay. high definition. I was yeah. wondering. I was, I was like, wondering, like, have like I HD lost like, terms surely he's here? talking about HP. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. That was actually a, a one e reference, but like, it, or five e or whatever. But you know, you have like your health die that you would roll every level. And two e, it's you don't roll a die; you just get your flat number. Mm-hmm. And you have and rangers have uh, the highest that you can get. I mm-hmm. think, other than maybe barbarian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, to that point, Jules is doing some some off-tanking kind of front line in and out, too. The two of you both kind of have this, like, 
uh, dexterity based yeah. melee yeah. kind yeah. of approach. And I, 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 I'm interested to see how it goes out. You guys did make it through the, the bank with no deaths, mm-hmm. uh, but you are not out of the woods or the alley or mm-hmm. the junkyard yet. Um, in fact, you ran up to the junkyard at the end of last episode, and that's where we're going to pick up now. And you guys are like walking up to this big junkyard. There's this big path, and there's like a kind of a gate. Now, I said it was closed, but it doesn't look like it's like locked or sealed, you know? And just as you guys are about to kind of assess the situation, on the top of one of the large heaps of trash and junk, you, a goblin starts waving down. It's like, hey, long shanks! The shield marshals, get follow you! Collapse the tower! And points towards the uh, towering pile of debris next to the scrapyard's entrance, gesturing for you to try to knock it down somehow to close the path behind you. And then he scurries off, like on the other side of the mound of trash, Mm. uh, out of sight. We are already Uh, making friends. That's right. I'm going to have to buy him a drink. Um, and so, also, in the meantime, you hear this wailing or this howl, this kind of every now and then reverberate through the wailing scrapyard. Uh, if you remember from some of your information gathering that there are myths and legends about the scrapyard, that it might be haunted, or maybe it's just wind going through old junk, nobody knows. However, um, as it stands right now, you have the shield marshals directly on your back. You slowed them down some, but they are not stopped. They, you haven't stopped them. So what do you do? But basically, we have the option to try to cause some kind of trash avalanche. Yeah, and they close the path, like block the path with a avalanche yeah, how do we do of junk. Yeah, how'd that yeah, be? Yeah, that seems like priority number one here. Yeah, I think that's probably good mm-hmm. call there. Mm-hmm. It's probably another athletic check. Look for like. Well, there's a couple things that you can do. Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. But I want to check in with Asaza here, who has seen Angelique Loveless, who also has a hot temper and is eager to find his vengeance. How are you? Yeah, where are you at? Where's your head at right now? Uh, yeah. So uh, Asaza is. Uh, he is in the throes of uh, panic as well as fury um, at feeling helpless at he shouldn't be running. He should be facing off and avenging the, the death of his matriarch uh, from... She was uh, the one behind the death. She may have not pulled the trigger, literally, but she she was responsible for his matriarch's death. And for that, he he is having some um, serious considerations as to what uh, the next actions are going to be. Because right now, I mean, like he he he. Everything in his in his body is telling him to stay, but I mean, he, he obviously, even as he as he used, I mean, he, he still understands his 
he's only got I mean he's he's he would likely die, you know, but part of So I would argue that in the moment you don't have a lot of time for consideration. So I want to put you on the spot here and say what is Oz's immediate reaction at this point? Oz's immediate reaction would be that he he probably would want to stay and fight. Uh, at least, you know, he because he, he, he's... So as we're running through the gate, yeah. do you, like, stand there and look back? I think I, that's what I he's think, saying. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he says, you will go. I, I have something I have to handle. Jules would, like, trance back over to you and grab you by your collar and say, listen, kid. It's in the time to make a stand, okay? We can't go sledgehammer here. We gotta go blade in the dock, okay? We you gotta don't get know ourselves. what she did to me. You don't know what she did to me, all right? We can sit down and talk about it later when we got time. Right now, we gotta fucking go. You will die if you stay here. I don't care. Can I slap him? Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. can try. You can certainly yeah. try, yeah. I do. I'll slap him. All right, well, uh, he dies. You can do it non-lethally, you know. Yeah. Oh, just like a fist. Yeah. I feel like she would actually not slap him. She would cold clock him, you know. Yeah. Oh, I have it's to like, target you. <laughs> I would target oh, you. It only quick. took episode seven to get PvP action. Yeah. Here. Let's go. <laughs> That's a dirty twenty. That's gonna hit. Him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Even no, I clock you in the jaw. <laughs> like, did that fucking hurt? And I mean, yeah, that that does kind of like bring him to his senses for a second, you know. Imagine what else she can do to you. That was what I did. Come on, we gotta go. And so he kind of almost bows up to you for a second, but he's like, "Fine." And he 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 stomps off. Or stomp, all of you stomp together towards yes, the. As, yeah. you, as you turn to stomp off away from her, you see that George had drawn his rapier. Oh as God! Oh shit! <laughs> like he was, he doesn't say anything. Just got it, like just in case. Mm-hmm. And then okay. w- once he turns away, kind of like lowers it, mm-hmm. resheets it. You know, she kind all of right. like tips her hat real quick. Um, do we see like a linchpin? Long shakes, come on, yeah. come on. <laughs> like a like a piece of metal maybe sticking out that right, we just so, pull that. So, yeah, I would say that Emir during this whole thing is like looking at the whatever the goblin pointed and like trying to like figure out how we can make this. Um, he's, he's doing the beautiful mind thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, okay, okay, we do this. this is- so so it'll take two of you to to do it together, right? To kind of like. Whatever skill you want to try to roll on this, I, I'm open to uh, interpretation and ideas that you have, but it will take two of you focused on it to do it. You can roll okay. different skills as each of you. Just talk to me about how you want to try to pull down th- this mound uh, as you get on the other side of it so it blocks off the path between you mm-hmm. and the, the shield marshals that you hear struggling through the chicken wire in the you know small alleyway that you have made some troublesome ground for them to traverse i i would personally just my my initial thought would be like crafting and athletics are probably your go-to's here i was just about Uh, to mention emir wants to roll crafting check your lures too because as always don't, don't forget about potential lore use you know how about firearm lore yeah, that maybe not so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, underworld lore is not going to do it for no. me. Engineering lore? Hmm? 
that, Ooh, there you go. That, yeah. Perfect. Totally, there you go. Yeah. Wonderful. Totally roll with that. All right, all so right. so you get you get kind of a talking down to by the twins, or like not talking down to, but like, hey, get your head in the game, like let's go. And so I you know, if you'll if you'll grant me the grace to kind of usher this forward, I'm thinking that maybe Oz like flips and channels that energy into like let's go. Yeah, let's he do switches this. gear. And, he definitely yeah, switches and like, gear. Runs up to help uh Amir, who's already at the at the thing like trying to figure something out you know you're a ranger you have some yeah. abilities here uh, you're not some nothing knowledge. from the fulcrum right so Amir you can roll a crafting check and uh, you can uh, Oz can roll an engineering check now I look to Osaze when he says that and it's like you, you don't know what you're talking about talking about get your head into the game that is an 18 crafting 19 check for Amir. crafting oh you're rolling crafting rather than engineering lore which is fine both of those are usable, and both of those are a pass, a success. So, what happens here is that you... Well, let me get you guys on the other side, because this is going to be cool. Well, I'm excited to see this. Alright, so, yeah. So, if you look on the map, you act, there actually is now oh. a barrier of junk as you cascade all of this trash and heaps of metal and random scrap. Nice. <laughs> comes comes down to the ground sealing your uh, sealing you into the scrapyard but also cutting off the pursuit of the shield marshals and you hear you hear Angelique on the other side Amir I know that you're there and I will find out who you're working with this is not over and then you hear them kind of stomp off in the other direction. Amir's not, like, Amir's not, not, not here. Not Amir. <laughs> not Amir. Not Amir. Amir. <laughs> no speak of common. Yeah. <laughs> Think you've got the wrong number. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and then just kind of in general to the whole group, she says, I'm coming after all of you. And I always hit my target. After I'm done with you, there won't be enough of your lead-pocked body left to identify. Do you hear me? You will pay for crossing Mugland. Pay in blood. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Can you repeat <laughs> I that? I said that you would pay in blood. So Asaze is definitely going to respond back to her. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. He says, your gods will weep after they see what I've done to you. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, my God. So to clarify, though, she just knows Amir's identity. Yeah. Right. Okay, just making sure she can, like, see through our disguise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, okay. But now you're in this... <laughs> you're in the scrapyard. And doing it. You can, take, you can take a breath as far as at least you're not being chased anymore. <sighs> but I wouldn't say that this is necessarily a peaceful location, but you do see the goblin that shouted out to you before, and uh, he says, Longshakes, come, come, follow me to camp. Yes, Longshakes, to camp. And we were told, like, we could probably trade with these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. Yeah, hell yeah, we follow goblin, nice. right? Sure. You want to follow the goblin? I would way, like my friend. to follow the couple. As you make your way deeper in, uh, you find that you're you go under this large rusty crane that hangs over the top of the path, 
And then to the north of that crane, as you continue down the path to your to the east, you see this like huge pond of like some sort of looks like oil, oil maybe yeah but like it's like rusty oil and it's just like like simmering and oozing around and just like but it blocks the entire path mm. to the west there's a path to the to the east uh which this goblin is beckoning you towards um but yeah like to the right you just notice this this huge like body of oil or water, like oily water. So, what were you going to say, Dustin? I was wondering if I could do a check um, based on my alchemical knowledge uh, on the on the oil to see, you know, if I can gleam any is, knowledge from it. This mm-hmm. map is wild. I love mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Do uh, an alchemy check or a crafting check, rather. Right. Ooh, that's a nine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You just got shot in the head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is unlike anything you've ever seen before. That's for sure. And you won't find this in a lab. Longshanks, come quickly! Or is, he, is he calling us Longshanks? Is that his name? Yeah. No, that's that's what they call us. Because right. we got long legs compared yeah. to goblins. Yeah. I feel like I should know that. I do sure, again, you you just got shot at in near the head, so you know, we'll, <laughs> let it slide. Um, I guess yeah, we're let's, moving. Let's go. Let, yeah. let me do. Let me do the talking. All right. All right. So you guys make your way around the corner. You can certainly move around so you can see better. Uh, and when you do, you see a ring of old crates surrounds uh, surrounding a makeshift campfire in this discreet corner of the junkyard. A complicated contraption of gears and rods over the campfire forms a spit that can be rotated using two foot pedals attached to a gear. The smell of smoked meat manages to cut through the ambient stench of the trash emanating from the scrapyard's walls. Around the campfire are various patchwork tents and a large pavilion to the south. Piles of scrap surround the camp, conveniently stacked to make climbing to the top easier. A path on the northern edge of the camp leads east into the scrapyard. So yeah, uh, that's kind of what you see, um, and as I said, there's this larger tent mm-hmm. um, that you see kind of towering over, I guess, the rest, right? And then as you arrive, a gaggle of goblins surround <laughs> you, and they're like, "Ah, oh, shanks, like trinkets, treasures, foods." <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm assuming that means uh, you are amenable to trade. Oh, yes, trade. We love shinies. Right. Shut up. Ask him about the gnolls. The what? The gnolls? Oh, yeah. Are you here to fight the gnolls? Uh, that wasn't uh, our plan as Can we you help weren't, us? weren't aware there were Do you know shield marshals? Oh my god. Well, you see, uh, that's complicated. We're uh, Bernard Left Winkle and the Winklers. We're a Jamba Rock band <laughs> caught in the midst of a slight case of mistaken identity. Do you want uh, to speak with Lord Glass? Are you here to speak to, for your meeting? Yes. Oh, cool. 
And they and they and they actually take, assemble. <laughs> they actually take. And then Amir goes to, like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so they. No, yeah, I'm they, never gonna give you up. <laughs> I'm they, never gonna uh, let you, you down. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they take you up to the pavilion. Uh, and when they kind of pull back the tent flap, you see uh, this kind of makeshift throne of splintering crates. And then you see a, a goblin uh, who is like wearing some like leather armors, but it's like he, they, they've like sewed in all these like colorful gems oh. and pieces of glass like all throughout their uh <laughs> throughout their their suit uh, i actually have a picture here uh to not seem comfortable oh no. nice. my god it is the most beautifully bedazzled goblin ensemble it's i've totally ever seen bedazzled right wow. Wow. Bedazzled. danger wow. to wear uh-huh uh yeah and, uh so when you go in there uh he he's sitting on his little kind of Rackety, ratchety throne, and uh, he says, "Trusted Longshanks." He intones, uh, "Lord Glass is his name, the bedazzled leader of the scavengers." Uh, he, he's speaking in like stilted common. He says, mm. "We welcome you to Scrap City and accept your offer to help." He bows deeply but weighed down by the countless shards of colored glass lining his clothes nearly loses his balance and falls off of his stack of milk crates. And he's like, oh, 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 oh. he gathers himself, stands back up, clears his throat. <clears throat> As promised, if you drive the gnolls away, we promise to give you our best junk. We have a deal. Um... Let, let me can could I take a moment to confer with the rest of the winklers? Sure, but about what this was already agreed upon. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the problem is we recently uh, uh, got beat up a little bit. So uh, would it be possible maybe if we rested at your beautiful camp here a little bit, kind of patched ourselves up before we handle your a null infestation yes yes you do look quite torn up mm. that's the words right yes Jules mutters under her breath like we look to up from the goblin with a beard tight to his face okay <laughs> alright this is that's true. Yeah. he does have a beard <laughs> taped to his face it's, it's not actually a beard it is just taped <laughs> to on the picture holy shit <laughs> that tripped me um, out <laughs> yes we feast soon eat recoup eat smart <laughs> obviously uh, and very much so um could you remind me how many gnolls are we talking about? Um, well, they... And he looks very perplexed. Um, and <laughs> is like trying to like think about what to say because you could tell that he, he has like maybe really memorized what he was going to say to you. And he's right. like going through some like mental... In fact, he actually like pulls out some cards. Oh. 
from his, oh. from his coat pocket. Yeah, take, and it start, take your time. Starts like <laughs> going through time. them and says, uh, <laughs> um, "They come to our scrapyard. Scrapyard. <laughs> yep. Got it. <laughs> and attack us. Us. Uh-huh. <laughs> they attack long shanks too." The shield marshals think we attack Longshanks. Use ah. goblins of killing Longshanks. But why we kill when we have. One moment. <laughs> he like flips over the card. Oh, My leash of doing wonder. Uh, oh, yes. Why we kill Longshanks. Uh-huh. When we have so much good scrap around. Right. <laughs> you, you obviously got everything you need here. Got a wonderful life. I, I uh, as I said, with someone uh, also dealing with a bit of a case of mistaken identity, we can empathize. So if you'll uh, let us rest up, get a meal in our bellies, patch up. Our wounds. Uh, we'll we'll see what we can do about your your null situation. We wouldn't we wouldn't want uh, the shield marshals coming down on you. Recoup or eight. That's what I always say. Yep. But I have I have more cards. Oh yep. boy! Yeah, come <laughs> but, on. <laughs> but we feast first. Oh, okay. All right. I I'm very excited. And he strokes his beard <laughs> and pulls a little too hard, and it like kind of pulls off for a second. He's like, he like turns around real quick, <laughs> right. and he like, <laughs> like, sticks it back to his yeah. face. <laughs> yes, I'm making, exaggerated, I'm making an exaggerated motion of like pretending I happened to notice okay. something oh, in yeah. the distance right then. <laughs> what is his name, Mr. Glass or Lord, Lord, Lord Glass? Glass. Lord, yeah. Glass. Uh, okay. Okay. So, sorry, I signed us up to kill some nulls, guys. <laughs> no, I'm on board. Now, Jules was 100% for this. Like, well, I just figured take what fun. allies you can find yeah. when you're in our right. situation. I think we should uh, just keep the name the Winklers, honestly. <laughs> well, the fan base is going to latch onto it. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you guys can definitely take the rest of the night to like eat, and you can get a long rest here. But I don't want to just like hurry through that right and then there will be like an opportunity for you to talk again to lord glass if you want to get some more details about the nulls or whatever you can get from lord glass um just hope that you ask the right questions because he's only got the right answers (laughs) only got so many cards you know (laughs) yeah right um and so with that I want to take a moment before we go to this campfire scene because we're going to do a campfire scene because if we're going to do an open open the adventure at a tavern scene, we're going to also do uh, around the campfire scene because sure. let's just lean into right. the tropes, right? Hell yes. Uh, but Can't something, that I, something that I want you guys to consider as we go into this scene is something that we've kind of not put a lot of spotlight on in these six episodes leading up to the seventh one is that you guys all just experienced a significant bit of trauma. Like that did not happen, but like a week ago for most of you, certainly for all of you within the last week, maybe a couple of days, you know, but it seems like given the way that the prologues 
worked out a lot of this stuff happened to you guys all in the same day and so it hasn't been that long and you guys have been moving and kind of like putting on a strong face as you're meeting new people but this is the first time that you've like kind of had a chance to catch your breath and i want to make sure that you are thinking about that and that the mindset of what your characters would be as you sit down around a campfire and get some recoup or eight <laughs> sure. so proud yeah there's a there's a there's a fire and you guys are around it take it away Cass so quick question what are we eating it's better <laughs> that you don't ask if you remember okay uh, you, you were given meat. yeah yeah <laughs> goblin special oh god all right with well, well at least we know it's not no <laughs> Do you? <laughs> right. Uh, it's no. rust and rats. <laughs> Hiring us to kill them, so I imagine you can't. Oh, I, you made him sad. <laughs> or grumpy. We moved down, down to unfriendly status. Yep. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get that right back, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so the rest of the goblins that are there are, they definitely are interested in you, you know, and it probably initially when you're sitting down around the fire they are just like flooding you with questions mm -hmm. and such yeah and then you hear this the howl happens right and they all like whatever they're doing whatever the howl happens they all it's the whale kind of like the claw but the whale you know like and then they just go like like it happens, they acknowledge it, and then they just go right back into their kind of like all bouncing off the walls conversational style. Uh, this may be a very stupid question, but I'm assuming you mean whale as a synonym for shout and not like the animal. a porpoise. <laughs> what? What is a porpoise? Like a I think that probably answers dolphin? the question. Yeah, I, don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, what's, so what's the whale all about? Is this, I've, I've always heard, we've heard myths about this place being haunted, but I mean, you guys seem to do all right. Uh, yeah, the whale doesn't really do anything, but it could be the spirit of the junkyard. So we always shut the fuck up when the whale happens. Respectful. So, mm. Yes. It's rule number five of the nail gobbler game. I, I mean organization. I mean Crew. friendly goblin traders. <laughs> That's cool. We, we don't like being called a gang either. So, yeah. you know. Labels yeah. are you're a gang? persnickety thing. Ooh, you're a gang? Nah, so we don't like crew. to be called a gang. Yeah, but We're you crew. didn't like being called a gang. That doesn't mean you're not a gang. Are I don't like gang? being mischaracterized. All right? Who's mischaracterized? Oh God! She is a beautiful, beautiful lady. She lives uh, on Skyside. Yeah. <sighs> Skyside Longshanks, rich Longshanks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But we're a uh, we're a group of um, traveling uh, music people. We do we'll music. Play some songs. Oh God, no. Yeah, let's go for it. And, and George pulls out his violin. He's like, would you like? Would you like to hear a song? Yes. 
and and he starts sawing on the fiddle and playing it hot. As they uh, say. so that as gets them, that gets them really worked up, right? Oh boy! And they they like start dancing mm-hmm. crazy around the fire enough to like actually give you guys some peace. Yeah, you okay. know what I mean? Like right. You, so like that that like now their attention is on like dancing and carrying on and like they're like playing games with metal they're like throwing metal at another piece of metal and there's some sort of rules that you can assess but none of them make sense they're, they're it's some sort of weird like get it as close to as you can to the other piece of metal but if this piece of metal touches the other piece of metal then it's a total failure and you have to stand on your head for three seconds and sing a goblin battle mm-hmm. song backwards. Then you have to run through the campfire. Crocodile. You know, yeah, crocodile. And Mir like Croc- really gets crocodile. into that. Crocodile. Yeah. yeah. Like playing he with the goblins and uh, they're like kind of like childlike mischievous innocence, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. gets down with it and actually tries to act, get a little bit of that, that goblin culture and plays mm-hmm. with the goblins. So what about the rest of you? What's, you know, I think at this point, the weight of everything kind of, kind yeah. of settles, right? First things first, um, Jules would like to kind of figure out where Osaze is and go and sit next to him. Uh, you use your eyes and you figure out where he's at okay, and thank you God. sit next to him. Uh, Osaze is actually uh, like sat off almost away from everybody. He's, he's pouting. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Jules so will. <laughs> he's, he's 19? Is that correct? Right, right. Yeah, right, well, it's yeah. in their blood, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Jules would go over and she's like, Hey, um, is this seat taken? <laughs> and so for like a second, he's not actually like responding back to you. You know, he's just like throwing little pebbles over at the, the trash, you know. <laughs> Okay, Anakin. All right. <laughs> and, uh, no one else is sitting here. She, she would kind of slide down. She said, Listen, I'm sorry I got a little heated back at the gate. But you gotta know, kid, we can't take her right now. Not, 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 certainly not in the way we are. You know, I'm busted up, you're busted up. Everybody's out of resources. There's no way we could have done anything to affect any real change on her. You know what I'm saying? And getting yourself killed right off, well, that's not going to do you any good. And also, it's going to make me feel pretty bad. But I have to do something. Anything. I cannot just sit by here. Let the memory fade. And she kind of like quirk her head a little bit. So what exactly did she do to you? You see, I don't know if you know much about my people, but as a Vishkanya, we have communities. Tighten it, usually. Mine comes from fractured. But you see, my my community is small. And now, a 
It's only me. Well, there's there's someone, but you see, she took everything. She took everything away from me. My matriarch. Oh fuck. She is the cornerstone of our community. She is. She is everything. To see her brutally murdered, I, I must avenge her. She took everything from me, and I shall take everything from her. This and is the fate that she has written. Jules would kind of like be nodding her head very, very slightly, and like as you're kind of telling her, once you say like your matriarch was killed, basically, like you see her skin like starts to glow a little bit brighter. Mm. Um, and uh, after a moment of silence, she would look over and say, "You want to take everything from a kid? I got that, but you know what that means? You don't start with a life." You fuck her up from the bottom up. Okay? And listen, you're not alone here. Everybody over here. Well, maybe not the goblins. I don't know. They got their own thing going on. Everybody else here is ready to fuck Loveless and Muglin straight into the dirt. Any and every way we can. So if you just hang tight with us, Try and keep a level head. Try and work with the crew. We'll get you there. We'll fucking do it together. Like a community, right? Like a like a family. And he wasn't looking at you this for the, this entire time, just all, just looking at really nothing. And he kind of looks d- directly at you. The the firelight kind of washing over his face and an eerie kind of like staring past you through you together we will end this and just nods fucking right and she would pull the whiskey out of her go bag and take a (laughs) sip I brought it back Hell well, yeah. we do have that uh, expensive whiskey, don't we? Oh, I've yeah, we that. do. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Hero point to, well, I guess just Jules then. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jules and Oz take a hero point. All right. Yay! Yeah. That's my that first was, that was earned hero point. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, so what's, uh, what's George doing? Uh, I think probably for you know the first bit of of them having their conversation, he's just entertaining the goblins, you know, tr- really just trying to rile them up so mm-hmm. that I, I I think George maybe sees that they're maybe having a conversation and is like trying to do them a favor so that nobody interrupts them and like keeping the goblins occupied mm-hmm. until until he feels like. That situation has itself well in hand, you know. Right. Um, and then um, I imagine he—he, he, well, I don't know where um, 
Amir is. I mean, we're all. Oh, he's probably, playing with the goblins. He said. Yeah, I'm, I'm right here. there with you, just kind of like you know, finding some rusty spoons, playing the spoons. Right. Yeah, so, <laughs> playing with the so, goblins. Okay, Getting I kind of like that. So, well, I mean, just don't cut yourself with them. You have to be a, a very aggressive spoons player. Um, I I kind of like the idea. Like, I'm just like kind of absent-mindedly playing after a while, just muscle memory, and you're just clanking along or whatever, and just right next to each other. Uh, you know, a, a lot a, a lot less subtle, I guess. Uh, George just like with his violin on one side. So, uh, what's your deal? That's a uh, pretty vague question. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I we, don't, we, don't, we don't, none of us know each other. I mean, me and my sister obviously know each other, but we're kind of a uh, uh, band of wayward souls lumped into this thing by circumstance and the grid of Alkenstar. Yes, you said it. I said I suppose we are uh, in the same boat. Um, are you familiar with the uh, the store um, Poison and the Cure? Uh, is that the hangover shop? Hey, pre- pretty much. You 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 can get drunk and uh, and cure the hangover in, in one. Oh, br- I see. Uh, it's a bar with hangover food and exactly. medicines. Exactly. Okay. That's a, that is a. That is a brilliant business plan, if I'm I honest. I thought so, too. It's just it's, it's like an Ouroboros. It's the dragon eating its tail, you know? It's just constant ca- cash flow, for for real. But um, I, I, I don't know for, what... For uh, real. For real. It's constant. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what happened to you, but uh, through no fault of my own, mind you, um, my shop was completely taken from me, um, and I was blacklisted. In Alkenstar. Everything I built, gone, and now, of course, just like you, I'm wanted. Um, yes, any, I mean, it's... Any, any idea why? Um, well, um, I don't really remember. Uh, I was invited to kind of, you know, a, a highbrow meeting I, I kind of thought was a, uh, a party, and I... I, t- I tested some al- alchemical solutions. Just long story short, I don't really have much memory about what happened. I just know that whatever happened, uh, it caused all of this bullshit. Um, it forced me to uh, to hide like a rat um, and do this. So I could have just left, but I've I've done that too many times, too many fucking times. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm in it. Until you know, if it gets too heavy, I, I might, I might have to, you know, leave. But uh, I'm with you. I'm with, so, I'm with the crew. So you don't, you don't remember what happened. I mean, do you, do you think you just like got drunk and made an ass of yourself? Or? <sighs> that's, that's. I mean, no, no judgment. We've all done it. I mean, I, I think that's probably half of it. Yes, yes. I. I don't know why I did it. I just uh, I was I was blackout drunk. I thought it was a party. Well, I can't fault you there. You got to do what you got to do to make it in this shithole of the city. Yes. Um. What about you, my go- my new friend? What brings you on this journey of retribution? Uh 
Well, I was, uh, you know, involved with, you know, some crews. You you do what you got to do, and and I can start. It's hard living, but um, long story short, uh, that bastard Muglin, uh, he killed a, a very good friend of mine. Oh Jesus! And uh, from what I can tell from the wanted posters, I'm catching the rep for it. That sounds like Muglin for sure. Yeah, I I, I empathize greatly with um were they close to you yeah yeah very very much so so like a father to me i feel your pain <clears throat> i have felt it myself yeah well it, i mean it it hurts but uh i guess the worst part is i i feel like it's, it's probably my fault. I, mean, I didn't kill him, but I, it's my fault. And uh, he kind of, you know, his his uh, bow hand has like slowed and slowed and finally comes to a stop. And, uh, you know, just kind of thousand yard stare. And once he kind of admits that to himself, that he at least feels that way. Mm-hmm. And just wordless Why in the ears. Why music just... stop? <laughs> Emir puts his hand on your shoulder, kind of pats you, just, you know, yeah. awkwardly. I cast Haunting Him and hit all the goblins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Take your fucking music. Uh, no, he, he uh, you know, goes back to just absentmindedly fiddling for him or whatever. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. the good notes. Um, I, I, li- I wish that I could, like, just put it on auto, you know? <laughs> just, like, have the violin do its thing. I think, like, as you level up, there might be something that we could right. flavor to do that, right? You know? Right. Um, but after a while, I mean, I, I just, I feel like they probably get distracted enough. Like, I'm not going to sit here and play for them for, like, six hours. Yeah, no, I'm just, I was um, just kind of messing around, too, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, after a while, I mean, it, it seems as though, at least for the crew, for the Winklers and, and uh, <laughs> And Bernard left Winkle himself. You know, everybody's kind of, for the first time, thinking about the heaviness that brought them to this situation. The mood has kind of shifted pretty dramatically. And he, uh, after a while, you know, I imagine uh, Jules and, and Osaze have, have had their conversation, maybe finishing their meal. And he just kind of goes over and, and just plops down next to Jules, like not saying anything, just almost like a reversion to childhood, like not even actively thinking about, I'm going to go sit by Jules, mm-hmm. but it's just like, this is, you know, who I know. Yeah. Hmm. I think Amir sits there kind of thinking to himself and realizing like just now he's been living in the moment ever since, you know, the events happened that caused this ever caused all of us to come together and realizing like he might be the one that like has the least stake in this you know he lost his business that can be rebuilt you know he's wanted yes but he didn't lose anyone he loved and uh he doesn't have that sense of like righteous justice and he just is fucking pissed and wants to you know just straight up revenge so he sits there and kind of contemplates 
what everyone else is going through, considering what George just said, and thinks about how Osaze has been acting, and just just thinks about their own separate struggles and says to himself, you know, like in his own his own his own mind, that uh, I think it's time to take this a little bit more seriously. And uh, you know, less flippant and kind of more understanding. Yeah. And then I guess goes to um, sit by the crew, the winkless. Jules, uh, the magical bottle of whiskey that I've somehow procured, uh, just kind of passes it to George. Yeah, he. What's What's funny is I was gonna do the same thing, like pull my bottle out and pass it to you. I think. I, yeah, I think we both. Uh, I I love that idea of like. They're like it's in tune. Memory. Like they yeah. don't really like each other to some but degree. They're still but like twins, they're, right? They're twi- right. Well, and like elementally so. You right, know, right, they're right. like they're twins, and they're kind of uh, opposing forces yeah. at the same time. And I think they both kind of like not even looking at each other, pull it out, and they were going to do that thing where like you're not even looking at somebody mm-hmm. and you hand them hand them a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and both, I love that. Like they both <laughs> clink their bottles, and they're like, like look over, and it's like ah, ah. <laughs> um, and simultaneously, like take a swig out of yeah. the bottle. Yeah, and uh, you know they've got the, <sighs> and uh, George kind of finally actually looks over at Jules and is like, now we didn't really get into it. And I don't want to start a fight. I don't. Have, I don't have the energy for it. But what? What the fuck are you doing here? What? What the fuck are we doing here? Uh, but you I'm, in particular. I mean, listen. <laughs> you know, I get up to various business <clears throat> opportunities, wherever they may lie, and uh, and she like tries to lean in like really close, and she's like. I, I was doing some gun running. And, uh... Well, let's just say Muglin got involved. I didn't want him involved, but he, uh... Put himself there. And, um... Shipment went wrong. Shit hit the fan. Shield muscles were there. I... I'm... I'm... I'm on blacklist here. I can't work with anybody. Everybody thinks I, 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 I'm traitor or I'm, I like turned on my own crew. Like there's been all kinds of bullshit running around here, but mostly the fucking audacity to try and steal the rightfully stolen things <laughs> that I stole. <laughs> George, like, is, is, you know, attended, like, he's, is paying attention to you looking you in the eyes the whole time and like you see his expression just start to harden a little more and a little more and he just finally kind of snaps a little bit. he's like oh boo fucking who you can't commit your little crimes anymore i told you to keep your fucking nose clean but you just you've always been enamored with this whatever this image of a criminal is you just want to be such a badass you don't you don't have to do all this Listen, you, 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 you just see me one way, okay? Alright, I I'm I contain multitudes. You see yourself right. that way, and that's the fucking problem. 
And so, like, Jules actually slinks back a little bit. And I don't know if you noticed this, but she's pulled out the pocket watch. She's pulled like, out a knife. And she's right. right. That's what I thought was about to happen. She shoots you in the right face. The I'll fucking show you. <laughs> Boom. Your mother so. Get her to sew that. It's <laughs> your mother too. <laughs> Do this oh, to Charlotte. I'm so sorry, Charlotte. Charlotte <laughs> She's fucking insane. She's insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of that happens. It's all a dream sequence. No, she thinks about it real hard. <laughs> That's all the dream sequence uh, that Jules has while she's kind dream of like thoughts. twirling this uh, sort of uh, piecemealed pocket watch in her hand. And she just says, All right, George. Well, fine. You know about me. All right, my whole little criminal escapades or whatever got turned upside down. And that's the big problem that I'm dealing with right now, right? That's my, that's my true and only issue. Yeah. What, what the fuck are you doing here? All right. You want to talk about keeping your nose clean? I thought you were all, you know, high and mighty better, better than me. That's um, right. No. You're in the trash with us. Just now, all of a sudden, just kind of. It's like a sausage just yeah, 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 yeah. from the shadows. <laughs> right, right, right. You right. keep well, your fucking sitting there, out of like, this. in a group, you know? Um, and Amir, no. Amir says, like, y'all are just all acting like a bunch of shawls. Oh my god. You keep shawls out of your fucking mouth, all right? Yeah, you. That's our brother. Look, he might be fucking Sean, but he's our fucking Sean. He's our Sean. fucking Sean. <laughs> Well, at least you're yelling at me and not each other. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and and George is getting more and more flustered, and he like stands up. It's like this is fucking bullshit. You want to know? You want to know why I'm here in the fucking muck with you in this fucking shithole of Alkenstar? I've Music. never wanted to be in. <laughs> I, will, I will knife you right now, you little goblin fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they like kind of shrink back and then like try to reach for your violin, for your violin, so they can start trying to play. I throw it. the ocarina at them. Oh, <laughs> nice! And they're like, oh, shiny! <laughs> Keep the change. Uh, <laughs> but he turns back to the the crew, looking dead at uh at, at Jules, and says. I'm here with you, numbskulls, because I'm wanted for fucking murder that I didn't commit. That's why. Jesus. Yeah, I grieve for your criminal enterprise. Yeah, <laughs> She just sits back a little bit farther, like... Who died? You wouldn't know him. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I knew him well. He's probably my my best friend. I'm sorry, George. It's all right. You did. You didn't do it. Ambrose fucking Muglin did, and he's gonna get it back. And then some. And they're right, Osazi. And you see George kind of turn away and just, just, he doesn't even walk far away. He's just not facing you and just trying to collect himself. And he pulls out a deck of cards and just starts, starts fumbling with the cards in his hand, you know, just like an almost a nervous tick, you know? Yeah. 
And hearing that kind of, Osaza just kind of perks up like, oh yeah, I'm back in this conversation, you know. Seems we all have our baggage in this crew. Oh, speaking of baggage, we got a big ass dwarf sized chest in our bag. Still haven't looked in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you guys can take a long rest, and there's enough time here before you go to rest that you could treat wounds as well over the course of the hours to get everybody back up to full health. So uh, go ahead and take that long rest. It's on your character sheet right next to the wounded condition under your max HP. Uh, all right, so, you know, you guys kind of have an intense night, but I think even after the intense conversations, the revelry, the revelry continues from the goblins, and I think they eventually kind of overtake the vibe and bring smiles back to your faces. You, The meat tastes good. You don't know what it is, but it, you know, it's nice roasted juicy meat, and it's certainly good after a bank robbery. And... The following morning, you guys wake up feeling a, a bit refreshed, right? Feeling better. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can go meet back up with Lord Glass to ask any other questions that you might have about the knolls or the scrapyard itself or anything that you've seen thus far. Yeah. Real quick, as we're kind of like, you know, getting up, stretching, all that good stuff, um, Jules will sort of like nonchalantly make her way towards George and in very broken Vudrani would say I've got your back I love you and um, would just kind of yeah he just he nods says it doesn't say anything for a good few seconds and then almost begrudgingly says (laughs) thanks okay Hmm. Uh, yeah so you see Lord Glass back up on his crates and you see that he's uh, stabilized them with some kind of like splintered two by fours uh, so that he won't fall again. Uh, he's <laughs> And he's added more glass to his coat. Love it. Uh, and he has a fresh taped beard on and this time he's added a mustache. Ah, oh, looking sharp. <laughs> looking sharp. <laughs> Dresses uh, up. Morning, good. Morning, good to you. Oh yeah, yeah. That. Um, <laughs> that I my was, bad. I thought you said morning wood, and I was very confused. I, that was just a, a personal problem. You know. Uh, good morning, your lordship. Uh, and uh, Jules would do like a very sloppy kind of bow, deep, deep bow, simultaneous, <laughs> <laughs> picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Um, My lord, you're looking so, so shiny. Yes! Yes! And he like, kind of like struts a little bit. Yes! I particularly like this purple shard. The sun glows very beautifully across across the glass. And purple is the color of royalty. Is that the color in your beard? In your beard, yeah. Your very real beard. And my mustache. (laughs) There too, yeah. Um, it's a, no, he says mouse tash. Mouse tash. <laughs> <Mouse, laughs> <my mouse> <laughs> he has he has taped a mouse to his upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. Yes. No. Weirdly enough, 
<laughs> Stop Warm squirming, Moustache! <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> enough, it looks like Gadrick. And then if you look really close, there's a mustache on that mouth. <laughs> mustache is all the way down. <laughs> oh, God. Stupid. That was stupid. Uh, all right, do, you have any, do you have any questions what? for Lord Glass? Your lordship, where exactly are these gnolls? Um, mm, yes! And he pulls out his cards and shuffles Boy. through them very quick. <laughs> yes, sir! Mm. <laughs> North over the wall! We put <laughs> that up was all he was going to say! North! <laughs> we, put up, we put up sharp metal to keep them out of our territory. Block them away with the old ship, the big metal box. We ship them out! Still here. Go! You make them gone. The easiest way for long shakes to get there is to go east around the big metal box and the old ship. And we did notice this big ass ship on the way in, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. No, you noticed the crane. The oh, harpies okay. kiss. Sorry, it's on the map. I just mm-hmm. didn't know if we had noticed it. No, we saw it on uh, the map. Oh, right, right. Uh, I guess you would have seen, like, the tail end of it okay. kind of peeking out over the top. Gotcha. Oh, is it Harpy's Kiss? I yeah. thought it said Harry's Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Which it I was like, Harry's kiss. fucking goblins. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> um, and out of, out of Curia, uh, just to refresh us, what exactly was the reward for killing these gnolls? Best junk. Junk in the land. Secret junk. We don't usually sell long shanks. Rare metal. And he Um, smiles real wide. His teeth are very chipped and sharp. And okay, so like, is there an exit to this place other than where we entered? Like the exit, the junkyard that we can see. Are Are you asking, Lord Glass? no, the like, other is way, it the only obvious? other way to go is uh, across that weird oily water. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But there is a crane right there too. Oh uh, yeah, there is. That's just a crane right there. So you know you can. There, these are the people that are live here and know about the ship. Or yeah. The I'm sorry, the uh, junkyards. I- excuse me, Lord Glass. Um, could you point me to the... Yes, Winkle number four. Yes, number four, that's me. Um, three. It's Bernard, left Winkle, and the Winklers. You're totally right. How can I forget? There's only one Bernard. He he, he starts counting on his fingers. I'm the front man, you see. Two, three, five, four. So anyways... My bad. I, I am the third part to the three-part harmony. I'm just wondering, where is your uh, quartermaster? What? Um, oh yes, um, where is um, your non-shiny junk? Is someone in charge of that to maybe sell or trade? Junk for junk? I mean, me. You? But <laughs> deal first. Kill no shiny junk. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just talking about the not rare... Special oh, junk. The, the normal junk. Boring junk. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, fine. That's not fun. But 
if you want boring junk, I can sell you anything up to first level alchemical items or any mundane equipment. Well, damn. Hmm. Do you happen to have any formula? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> so it was uh, up to level one. Just regular equipment? Uh, alchemical items are the only leveled items, okay. first level, and then just mundane equipment, so like kits and stuff like that, you know. Gotcha. So we can get... You could get some elixirs here. Some elixirs, exactly. And some healing potions, if you'd like. Um, I would love to get some healing potions. Yeah. So, so he says, okay, okay, here, look. And he goes and lifts one of the crates that makes up his throne and under the crate is like a couple small benches with various items on it and what you see i guess functionally could be any artisan's tools and elixirs uh however the elixirs themselves are housed in like rat bladders uh rat skin bladders rather than your normal um, glass because he used all the glass it's, for his coat. Yeah, so, so tiny. Trash. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. How big is the the bladder of a rat? It can get big, apparently. I hope <laughs> they got huge freaking rats. <laughs> no, it's rat skin. I'm sorry, rat okay, skin. Okay, okay, oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> his mustache twitches as it sees the living rat on his upper <laughs> lip. Sees oh, the oh, other sees rat. Sees the remnants like, of yeah. his family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and the tick mustache falls off the rat mustache, and the rat mustache falls off Lord Glass's uh-huh, face. Uh-huh, and now uh-huh. this whole thing's over. <laughs> <laughs> Reality unravels. Yeah, we are right. done with stashception. Okay. Yeah, right, right. Now it's not string theory or quantum theory; it's mustache theory. That's that's yep. physics down at the bottom. Um, so yes, uh, I can will say that you know, in between episodes, yeah, you can gotcha. purchase uh, some elixirs. Gotcha. Uh, do you have any other questions for Lord Glass? Oh, uh, yeah, um, Lord Glass, what exactly is the goobledy gobbledy um, gloop pond that you've got going on there uh, on the other side by the boat? It looks just awful. Uh, should we touch it? I feel like we shouldn't touch it. Uh. You could just use the crane. Oh, oh, it's operable. Okay. Uh, well, great. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, it's Boy, a this big is a fun crane. conversation. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so when it does work, you move levers, and the crane moves around the scrap yard. But Monzi, the smart goblin, only one knows how to how to fix it. I mean, I do, but well, I'm the Lord, so yeah. I don't. You wouldn't deign to yeah. dirty your, your hands with it. Where yeah. is this? You said Monzi? Monzi? Yeah, Monzi. She's the smartest nail gobbler other than me of all. And an inventor. Uh, she makes lots of things, like bombs. 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 Oh, sorry. Yeah, um... Yummy drinks, tools, foot crank for the fire pit. Very specific item that she mm-hmm. makes. 
Uh, she went to go fight the gnolls before we hired you. Uh, she didn't come back. Uh, oh, that's so, not good. Yeah, if you could find her too, and let us know that she's okay. We miss Monzi. Yeah, side bet. quest acquired. Um, <laughs> but so basically, we don't need Monzi to operate the crane. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. I. No, Wait, that's not. No, what that's you're not saying, what you're saying. Oh God. <laughs> Monzi can fix the crane. And but the cr- where's Monzi? Yeah, that. All right. Okay. Back to that. Uh. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe the Mons can be part of your Winklers. So, just to clarify, Emily here. Um, we're supposed to go past the ship to get to the knolls. The the knolls are are trapped, are are like blocked off by the ship. Yes. Uh huh. You don't know where Monzi is. And there's this big, weird, goopy puddle in between you and the rest of the scrapyard. And there's also a big lever, uh-huh. or a big a crane, that is broken, as far as you know. Uh-huh. But Monzi can fix it. Maybe you guys can figure out how to I fix s- it. I was just you saying, know. if a goblin... Like, okay... Yeah, so surely. The, the goal, the goal of the we're, we're just trying to access more of the junkyard. Like I think we have to move crane. that box or something. I, I, maybe I'm missing something here to get out. So they've they want you to kill the gnolls, uh-huh. find yeah. Monzi. Uh-huh. Yep. The gnolls and Monzi. Well, Monzi went to go find the gnolls. Never came back. The gnolls. You could ask where they are. You know. Uh, you can't go out the way you came because yeah. avalanche, you know. Um. All right. So how do we exactly get to the knolls then? All right. We, we're gonna go find Monzi. We're gonna fight the knolls. There's a big boat in the fucking way, if I recall. Right. Um. So you could. I mean, I you know, get around it. I don't know. You can you, you can move it maybe. Both. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. Now. Like, are we supposed to just like scuttle up the boat and hop over to the other side, or use the this crane? This is why you guys are such good mercenaries. You come oh. up with excellent plans. Oh my god. <laughs> um, You're smart like Monzi. I must meet this Monzi. Jules is gonna turn to the rest of y'all and be like, "Should we try and fix the fucking crane? I, we got well, we gotta find Monzi to fix the goddamn." Nah, I think we could probably but- fix it by ourselves. Like, it's, it's yeah, a gab- it's, it's a gablin, gablin so yeah. like, I mean, maybe she's highly intelligent, but like, well, I'm no engineer. I mean, ne- neither am I. But yeah, I, I can take a crack at it, but. Uh- uh, let's just try. Let's aid. just try. Well, aid what? I guess, in t- I mean, assisting with I mean, engineering. Let's see if we can get this crane working. Or Take like, we so we, uh, the ship is on the way, basically. We'll pass the ship to go back to the crane if we want to no, do that. No, so, okay, I see why you guys are confused, okay? The ship, you're, the end of the ship that you see is the closest end. The rest of it is across another passageway to the north 
that's where it's blocking off. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, yes, you pass the ship, but like you can't reach the ship from the south side here of the scrapyard. Oh, okay. Your first, your first issue is the the pond. Yeah. Right. Which is why it, I thought we had to fix the crane to lift mm-hmm. the big box. Right. I think I think you're getting it getting it together at okay. this point. Okay. Uh, but right now you're still talking to Lord Glass, right? Yeah. So like, like, but you know, I think that I don't know. Do you have any other questions? I don't fucking know. Uh, I, I don't think any. I think we've gotten what yeah be we, what we can get. <laughs> he didn't even know how many knolls there were. Yeah. Um, it, One, it, two, three, five, four, six. Divided. Oh God! Uh, no, nope. bless mm. your heart. Bless your heart. Good. good. Um, anything good else in the junkyard that we should be aware of, other than the knolls? Um. Well, there's the box. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's that ship. We already talked about the ship. Yep. Yep. Sure did. Did What's I tell in the you box? that? It, did I tell you that? Uh, it made a sound when we pushed it down. What kind of sound? It was like a loud scream. Hmm. I think. Lord Glass thinks. Oh boy. Adam pointed to his head. He sure did. <laughs> uh, I think the old captain's inside. A ghost! <laughs> of the ship? The captain Maybe. of the ship? Okay. Or the captain. But what's or in the box? The lord of the scrapyard, which is me, so I don't think it's that. No. Nah. But some so- of the other goblins think it is. That's why they shut the fuck up every time it oils. <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> there uh, it is. Uh, nothing. It's just a big empty container. Awesome. And you guys moved it where it is now because. And here dips block. out and starts walking towards the crane. It's too, right, it's yeah. too smooth. Yeah, it's too smooth to climb, so that helps block. All right, thank you okay. for all your help, Lord Farquaad. We'll go check on. The crane. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call me Lord Fuckwad? Uh, no. Nope. No, it's that's. That was my name before I got this coat. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good change. It's a good change. Uh, okay, so yeah, you guys are probably done with this. Yeah. And move. So <laughs> move. done. All right, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Slow down. Uh, slow your roll, guys. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I do not like this puddle. So as you approach the edge of the puzzle, puzzle? Uh, <laughs> the be. edge of the puddle. You see a large witch-driven crane towering over piles of discarded machinery. The crane's base is totally entrenched in debris, and rust and rust pits its arm. In the crane's cockpit, the control panel's faceplate has been removed, exposing the gears and mechanisms behind the foot pedals and long rusty levers. A wall of debris looms to the south, extending east and west. The open stone to the north is flooded with oily water. And as you approach the edge, all of a sudden, hundreds of cockroaches swarm Uh -uh. out of the oil, coming directly towards you in a cohesive swarm. Nope. 
and we'll see you. God damn it. Yeah, here goes. Pull out my gun. Me, 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 me